All right, we're rolling. We're rolling on recording device number two. And piss on it, we're gonna light another cigar. Because this might be a short video, it might be a long video, IDK. You know, with all that's gone on in the um, last week or so, with diplomacy and the Biden administration, Forget about him stumbling up the steps. People are making way too big of a deal out of that. Um, you know, I've done the same thing. You know, uh, <laughs> being the nerd that I am, when they had the, uh, the, the lady on there that was accusing Brett Kavanaugh of all that stuff, I watched the whole day of that. I watched... Uh, her testimony, then I watched Kavanaugh's testimony, and in, in between the two, uh, there was a break, right? So I go to the store to get some snacks to watch Brett Kavanaugh's uh, inter hearing. I guess that's what they call it, hearing. And uh, I was walking, I half my foot on... Went on the curb, half of it missed the curb, I went stumbling. People stumble all the dang time. You know, the other night, well, a couple months ago, I was out. I want to stop getting snacks. Maybe that's a sign <laughs> that I should stop getting snacks. But my foot got tangled in my dog's tie-out. You know, I'd call them chains anymore. They're tie-outs. Anyways, I went falling up the steps on my front porch and woke my neighbors up with a nice loud F-bomb. I don't know if I woke them up or not, but I let loose with the F-bomb. So Biden stumbling up steps, who cares? You have Chinese diplomats lecturing American diplomats on... America's position in the world that Blinken and Sullivan should not be coming into a diplomatic meeting in Anchorage, Alaska with chi with China from a position of power saying that, that they don't respect the United States. You had Vladimir Putin either challenge, challenge Joe Biden to a fist fight or to a debate. Uh, most people took it as a debate challenge, but when you call somebody a killer and they say it takes one to know one, and they, Putin said that, and he said, Putin says, well, maybe we should finish this discussion in person. That sounds like fighting words to me. And my money's on Putin because he worked for the KGB. He would, you know, he wasn't one of them, you know, tough, rootin' tootin', chain swangin', uh, swimming pool lifeguards like Biden. He was the real Putin was the real deal. Let's get off that because I already did a video and podcast on that. Those two subjects, though. More proof that nobody respects the United States. 
from world leaders to non-state actors. What do I mean by non-state actors? I mean illegal aliens. I mean terrorists. Uh, all these people. And let me say, it's a sad day for me and a frustrating day for me as an American citizen, as a patriot, to sit here and say, I agree with the Chinese Communist Party. America is, is weak right now. We're sitting here debating cartoons and puppets while other nations are making long-term plans to surpass us as the world leader. We have a very weak president. Let me read this op-ed from the Washington Post. It says, we're going to talk about the border crisis, but not in the way you, want, you think I'm going to, so hang tight. It says, no end in sight inside the Biden administration's failure to contain the border surge. Shortly before Christmas last year, Susan Rice and Jake Sullivan, two top advisors to then-president-elect Joe Biden, sat for an interview with EFE, a Spanish wire service, to issue a stark warning to migrants considering journeying north to the nation's southern border. Don't come now, but help is on the way. What does that mean? There's a kid with a sign that says Biden Dejame D-E-J-A-M-E I don't know how to pronounce that in Spanish. Entra por favor. So he's asking Biden to let him enter the country, please. At least know what por favor means. The next day, Biden was similarly pointed, saying his administration, while eager to roll back Donald Trump's immigration policies, first needed to implement guardrails to avoid widening up the two million, winding up, pardon me, to avoid winding up the two million people on our border. So the whole thing is Biden... And his administration wanted to roll back as many of Trump's policies as possible, especially at the border. But these illegal aliens that are coming across the southern border that include you know, drug cartel members, uh, terrorists, not Hispanic even, but people are coming from other countries like in the Middle East to uh south and central american countries and making their way up through mexico to come across our southern border they were caught there a few weeks ago less than a month later the new president began tearing down some of the guardrails himself he issued five immigration executive orders on day one alone so in one day he issued five executive orders to roll back Trump's executive orders that slowed down almost to a stop the number of illegal immigrants, illegal aliens coming into this country. These are not, not 
undocumented citizens. These are not uh, undocumented immigrants. These are illegal aliens. Until five years ago, ten years ago, maybe, I don't know, when we started to get over politically correct on this, but <clears throat> the majority of my life, if you came into this country illegally, illegally, no matter where you came from, you were an illegal alien. Now, people like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez want us to call them undocumented citizens. Uh, have they done one thing legally to obtain citizenship? Have they gone through the naturalization process? Like, oh, some lady named Melania Trump? No, they have not. So his administration also began allowing unaccompanied minors into the country. A marked departure from the Trump administration's approach. You're letting little kids into this country without adults. Now, some of them are used by drug traffickers, coyotes, other people of ill refute to enter the country. They just grab kids and say, oh, th these are my kids, let me in. Or they're grabbed by human traffickers and uh, God knows what happens to them then. <sighs> it says now the Biden administration is to is scrambling to control the biggest surge in 20 years with the nation's pace for as many as 2 million immigrants at the southern border this year. The outcome Biden said he wanted to avoid. But hey, it was more important to get the mean tweeter off of Twitter and out of the White House than it was to, you know, come up with sound policy and preparation, you know. Along with existing struggle, the existing struggle to combat coronavirus, immigration has emerged as one of the administration's most urgent challenges. Seized on by Republicans, uh, the situation down at the border, which Biden and his advisors steadfastly refused to call crisis, is the result of an administration that was forewarned of the coming surge yet is still ill-prepared and lacking the capacity to deal with it. So let's just stop, okay? Why did these illegal aliens start lining up in December? Because they knew a weak leader was coming into office. They knew that there was going to be a weak president who was more worried about they didn't understand the politics of it, but there was going to be a weak president who was more worried about making people happy on an extreme, an extreme left-wing side of his party than he was about keeping the United States safe. Okay. The administration took several steps, including saying it would allow unaccompanied minors into the country. Now, this doesn't make sense for America 
But for the parents of these kids, it's better to have them thrust into America where maybe they'll get adopted by a good family than it is for them to live in their own country. Uh, it says there are now more than 10,000 unaccompanied migrant children, illegal alien children, in the care of the Department of Health and Human Services. 5,000 more are in the care of Customs and Border Protection. Let's jump out of that article and get into a different one. <clears throat> this is what's got a lot of people up in arms. And it's more than, I don't even know what this is a sign of stupidity. It goes beyond weakness. But the Biden administration is allocating $86 million to give illegal alien families and children hotel fare. Let's check this out while it, this loads. See, these illegal aliens, these Russians, the Chinese, they all knew they were dealing with somebody that was weak. Somebody that was not of a full mental capacity. So here it is. The Sarah Carter show, which she's like a pun, uh, internet pundit, but... Biden administration awards $86 million to cover hotel costs for migrants at the border. I wish, really wish they would stop calling these illegal aliens migrants. But well, for the sake of reading these articles smoothly out, or as smooth as I can, I'll go with their narrative and call them migrants. <clears throat> I got all the damn commercials and pop-up ads out of the way. The Biden administration has set aside $86 million. $86 million, people. If our government can afford to give $86 million to illegal immigrants, illegal aliens, they can afford to give us a tax cut. Okay. They can afford to give us another stimulus check, although I don't know what $86 million is divided by 300 million Americans, but, you know, it's something. <laughs> uh, $86 million to pay for hotel rooms for homeless, illegal alien families near the southern border. Axios reported Saturday roughly 1,200 Illegal alien family members will be safe to stay in hotels with the new funding. Uh, Jonathan Swain tweeted, or Jonathan Swan, I'm sorry. Uh, new from Steph Knight, Steph Kite, K-I-G-H-T. The Biden administration has awarded an $86 million contract for hotel rooms near the border to hold around 1,200 uh, illegal alien family members who cross the U.S.-Mexican border. And that shows a picture of, you know, families holding babies. They are wearing masks. That's nice of them. Um, <coughs> that says, Scoop 
uh, ICE securing hotel rooms to hold a growing number of illegal alien families. Axios.com. The contract is through a nonprofit called Endeavors and will last for six months, funding rooms across Arizona and Texas. Oops. Moreover, Axios suggests that ICE, that's Immigration's Customs and something. Immigration Customs Enforcement, I think, is what ICE stands for. ICE is overwhelmed. It does not have the ability to keep illegal aliens housed. Charlie Kirk tweeted, The Biden administration is planning on spending $86 million on a six-month contract to provide hotel rooms for 1,200 illegal alien border crossers. This is where your tax dollars are going. How much money has Biden allotted for direct, direct action like this to house homeless American veterans? My guess is zero. Charlie Kirk, if you're listening. Conservatives across Twitter were quick to point out the fact that thousands of homeless veterans will sleep on the streets tonight while our government rushes to fund illegal immigrants, oops, illegal aliens, I mean, uh, staying in the country. First words, unscripted Mike tweeted, Biden awarded $86 million contract to house illegal aliens. All right, somebody else using the word illegal aliens. Good, it's not just me. Uh, illegal aliens in hotel rooms, according to at unscripted Mike. So all American, so all the homeless American citizens who should should sneak across to Mexico, revoke their citizenship, and then come back as illegals, and then get themselves some decent digs. There you go. So if you're homeless in America, you might well have a smartphone, thanks to uh, some some Biden Obama administration uh, policies. If you see this, sneak sneak into Mexico. Go to an embassy, denounce your citizenship, declare yourself a citizen of Mexico, and then sneak back in and you'll get a nice hotel, thanks to the Biden administration. And you can kick it there for six months. <laughs> Great. You know, groovy, man. Heck, I might do that now. I got a nice house. Uh, the article notes the hotels are likely safer for COVID transmission, but they... Do not follow the safety protocols that the border facilities maintain. And uh, I'll try to link the Sarah Carter show on uh, Rumble and YouTube if I remember. After I'm done all this ranting and raving. Uh, GOP senators want to finish building the wall. Let's read this. This is from Fox News, so take it with a grain of salt. But, uh, or no, this is from Newsweek. Pardon me. It says, We paid for it. GOP Senator Fox News host demand Biden restart border wall construction. The head of the Department of Homeland Security last Wednesday told Congress he will not ask Biden to continue building 30 foot border wall segments, prompting Republican lawmakers to dismiss, dismiss the staggering financial cost, instead focus on possible security threats. Sc- 
Scott claimed Biden stopping the wall or claimed Biden stopping the wall open up the border has led to more illegal aliens arriving. I think that the Scott they're referring to is Tim Scott, most likely. That's a nice Senator Scott I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, are you going to be taking the president to the finishing wall and the wall that has already been appropriated by Congress, Florida Republican Carlos Gemenzes asked DHS Secretary Alejandro uh, Marcos, Mayarcos, M-A-Y-O-R-K-A-S. <clears throat> Trump used legal wrangling in order to divert $3.8 billion in Pentagon military defense spending toward his border wall project, funding which the Democrats had refused to give him through the annual congressional budget. So, Trump found ways to keep illegal aliens out. Democrats threw a fit. The same Democrats, like Biden, which is used, who has used many racial slurs in his career, Democrats like Excuse me while I relight my stogie. Democrats like Pelosi, Schumer, Feinstein, Obama, Clinton. Name any American politician in the last 20 or 30 or 40 years. They've all talked about this crisis on the border. It's been going on for a while with illegal aliens. And... The, the reason it's the worst now that it's been in 20 years is they heard that there was weakness coming into the White House, that there was going to be a weak administration, that this president was not all fit mentally, uh, that you have a vice president who's essentially a rookie. She served, what, one term maybe as senator, uh, if that. And then they make her vice president. Well, probably no one else would run with Biden, is my guess. Um, but you've got a <clears throat> essential newcomer to international politics, Kamala Harris, serving, or pardon me, fielding phone calls from international leaders, for, leaders of foreign countries. And... Uh, like what how much weaker can you make american america when it comes to foreign policy i've said it a hundred times a teacher of mine used to always say that the downfall of every great president or every great empire is a weak leader. I'm trying to look something up while I talk. Um, and there's no better case for it than this. Uh, 
first female vice president. Um, so she served as pre or as senator from California almost one term, from 2017 to 2021. So not even one term in the United States Senate, and she's fielding phone calls from other world leaders. What foreign policy experience does she have? We know Biden doesn't have much because in his 50 years of being a public official, he did very little other than, you know, blackmail Ukraine with a billion dollars uh, to help get a an attorney general over there to stop investigating his son's company. Uh, aside from taking his son on Air Force Two to China for business deals by his son, which he benefited from, but what's Biden done di diplomatically? Have you ever seen anything in the news before or since he's been president? In fact, he's been in the news I mean, like in press conferences, interviews, and so on, less as president than he was prior. You know, at least running for president from his basement dungeon or wherever the hell he was, at least he was, you know, going on uh, shows with this Charlemagne the something. Uh, he calls himself Charlemagne the God, but I only believe in one God, so I don't recognize Charlemagne as a God. But anyways, this uh, was it good morning today with Charlemagne. Uh, you know, he went on The View, I think, and hugged Meghan McCain and talked about her dad and how great her dad was. Uh, you know, all these things. At least he was doing something. Now we see him less as president than we did before. And... You've got these, all these world leaders. You've got non-state actors totally disrespecting America as a nation, as, as, whole, as a whole. And you've got all these uh, foreign leaders and non-state actors disrespecting our, our borders. Remember when Trump really started laying down the law and putting tariffs on Mexico and so on and so forth? To bring jobs back to the United States? Well, <laughs> guys, that prompted Mexico to put troops on its side of the border to stop people from crossing. And it prompted Mexico to shut off its southern border so people from South and Central America would stop coming across. But Mexico now sees we have a weak president, so they don't have to enforce border rules. They just wave the caravan. Come on, get the hell through our country. Go, make a run for it. Run for the border, as Taco Bell used to say. And it's like, what the frick? Where's our president, dude? He's not looking out for the United States. The Chinese Communist Party is rightly calling us weak because we're sitting here debating whether men and women should be allowed to pee in the same bathroom. And Biden said it's okay for people, men who, men who <clears throat> declare themselves women, or what, what do they call that? Identify as women. 
to use the women's bathroom and showers. That's the big accomplishments of the Biden administration in their first 100 days, less than 100 days. A crisis at the border, no respect from the leaders of China and Russia, and trans uh, men who identify as women being allowed to use the women's bathroom. More do I need to say, a weak leader is the downfall of every great empire. And I know the United States has always hesitated to call itself an empire um, because that has a bad connotation to it. Like the British Empire that, uh, you know, ruled over a, a huge portion of the world at one time. Uh, once upon a time, they used to say many, many years before I was born, you know, two, three hundred years ago, that the sun never sets on the British Empire because they had a colony on every continent. They had, uh, you know, people in every continent. The West Indies Trading Company was the world's first um, international co corporation, really. You know, all these things. So, you know, foreign relations and international trade are nothing new, but the, sure as hell seems like they're new to the Biden administration. You wouldn't know this guy's been doing this for 50 years. You know, he's got a rookie senator, a freshman senator as his vice president. I mean, okay, well, we disagreed with Mike Pence because he's a very religious guy. Well, he was a terrible person. He was a terrible vice president because he was so Christian. Every president and vice president up until recently have been very proud Christians. Catholic, Protestant, whatever. Uh, you know, this nation, the pilgrims were Christians. Uh, and we accept all religions into this country, don't get me wrong, we, I have had great conversations with Muslims and it's never been, I hate you because I'm a Christian and you hate me because I'm a Muslim. They actually like coming to America because they have more rights and more freedoms. And I gladly welcome them. I always say, well, hey, welcome to America. Even though you may have been here for 10 years, welcome to America. Because I love this country so much. But already, it's been, what, 60 days? 61 days unofficially. Because today is March, March 21st. And President Biden has not made one serious press conference. He did a television show with George Stuffing Envelopes. Where he called President Putin a killer. Which prompted... Putin to say, takes one to know one, let's have a, a discussion in person. <laughs> and I really think when Putin said, let's continue this conversation in person, he meant let's fight about it. I don't think he meant let's debate and hug and kiss at the end. <laughs> okay? We have the Chinese embassy or ambassadors Telling American ambassadors, you are not coming at us from a position of strength. Calling us out, 
as being weak on the world stage. They didn't call Trump out like that. You know, and he communicated with Beijing. You know, you also have had Russia pull its uh, its ambassador from the United States, by the way. So that's it, man. It, you know, hopefully we get through the next four and three quarters years, three and three quarters years, excuse me, uh, and, and see. I'm strangely looking forward to this press conference on the 25th, but I find it interesting because I think there's some pretty big basketball games on the 25th. It's called March Madness, and it's all the rage here in America. So I don't know if anybody will even be watching this supposed press conference that Biden is going to have. So anyways, guys, that was my rant for today. Um, the whole border crisis is based around we have a weak leader in the White House. They can say anything they want to in these news articles about build, rebuild the wall, um, about policies and executive orders. It started before the, the migration of these illegal aliens started before Biden took office. It started in December because they knew there was going to be a weak leader coming into office and a weak administration. And when we get schooled on diplomacy and our strength in the world community by the Chinese communist that shows we are in the midst of a weak administration and weak leadership. <sighs> Amen. Hallelujah. Pass the time on all. Till next time, guys. Pray for one another. God bless you. And I'll see you the next time. I don't see if I can upload all this shit.